Impolite Company and the Lion's Den are made possible in part by our sponsors. The Crow's Nest at 7336 Manchester, home of the best patio in St. Louis, weekend metal brunch, and Wednesday wildcard comedy. Taco Circus at 4258 Schiller, authentic Austin, Texas-style Mexican food right in the heart of South City, St. Louis. Open Wednesday through Monday for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. El Chico Bakery at 2634 Cherokee Street. Also open Wednesday through Monday. Come in for authentic Mexican-style bread, pastries, dessert, empanadas, and tamales on the weekend. Fortune Teller Bar at 2635 Cherokee Street. Open seven days a week. Go in for delicious cocktails with in-house bitters and also palm readings, tea leaves, and tarot cards. And King Edward's Chicken and Fish, located at 8654 Watson in Crestwood. Go in for delicious fish, chicken, deep-fried green beans, fried potato salad, red beans and rice, and more. All right, guys, time for the show. Well, you know comedy's not good, right? Holy shit, this is breaking news. Mm-hmm. I mean, your comedy's not good, Sam. That's yeah. fair, that's fair. Oh. And now, Impolite Company presents The Lion's Den. <laughs> Lifestyle and canadis, action, adventure, sex and violence, comedy. The drama gets extra wild when we get cinematic. I've been an addict of the beats. All right, Fuck hello. Me cause mm-hmm. I got full yeah, custody. So we want it more like this. So we're gonna get close to each other. So what's gonna happen? Oh God, are we gonna make out? We might make out. We might be making out. We might be making out right now. We might just be really good. I mean, and making out, and we. We're actually just using our minds to talk right now. We our might, lips are engaged. We might not are. know what making out means. Making out might mean making, I don't know. I, it, it, I, anything like making paper airplanes? That's is, what we're doing right now? Is this I bit mean, viable? I have a, um, I don't think it is. I have a paper airplane kit. Paper airplane? Do they make kits for that? Yes. Uh, like, a, like a ream of paper? I don't know. So I got it uh, for my cousin's kid like four years ago because I was there for Christmas and she kept asking me to help her make a paper airplane. And so I was like, I'm just going to get her a paper airplane making kit and then I'll be her favorite cousin ever. Uh, and then I didn't send it to her. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, now she hates me. Uh, <laughs> you are the best intentioned uh, cousin ever. You I re- really wanted to be, be ev- a good one. Everything I've ever been in my life, it's been the best <laughs> intentioned. <laughs> I've got so many green ribbons for trying. Uh, not not like not like participation trophies, but like, damn, he really God, like everyone else out there did a lot better. But he was just that was all heart right there. Yeah. Sam Lyons, Lionheart. That's what that is. That's, Sam that's, Lionheart. Sam Lionheart. Uh, next week's Game of Thrones. <laughs> First of his name. <laughs> Hopefully the last. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Hey, guys. <laughs> Welcome to Employee Company's The Lion's Den. Uh, it's your boy, Sam Lyons, and in the studio with me today, I have the very funny, very talented Tony Gardner. What is up? How How's you? everyone going? How are you doing? How's everyone going? How, yeah, <laughs> how are you going to school today, huh? We're, uh, I guess that's what's going on. Saturday, Tony. It is. is it Saturday? I don't know. What? Yeah, I work okay. Sunday, Thursday, so I don't. Yeah, okay, yeah, today's Saturday. Yeah, I, I haven't done school in like ten years, so I don't. Yeah, I don't know how that works anymore. Yeah, it's weird because he was only supposed to graduate four years ago. Yeah, <laughs> you know, whatever. That's cool. But yeah, we're just we're hanging out in the crib uh, today. Tony just hopped on over. Uh, figure we just kick it and chat for a bit. Yeah. Uh, maybe go hit some mics afterwards. Maybe go hit apotheosis. Apotheosis? Apotheosis Comics, man. Wait, so you're telling me I can hang out with comics while reading comics uh-huh. and listening to comics? And also watching comics. God. 
Is that that's a thing we can do? Where, is that, can where do. is that located? You can do that at Apotheosis Comics uh, over on South Grand. It's All the right. weekly comedy series uh, hosted by Tom Brown. Now, now, is that just a normal comic book store, or do they have, like, drinks there, or what's going on? You know, that's a great question. They actually uh, do have drinks. At nice. The, yeah. Uh, alcoholic. Alcoholic yeah, they have uh, They have mixed drinks in a can. They have wine in a can. Mixed drinks in a can? That saves so much time. I feel like that would be... Uh... Pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like fun. Like a fun thing to yeah, do. Yeah, so we might do that. Yeah, all right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> making plans. Making Going plans. on a date with Sam Lyons. There you that's, go. We're just no talking making, about dating. No making out. I'm going I'm to I'm date three. Kind of, that's not. Are you sure? I'll make out with anybody right now. I feel like Apotheosis might have enough paper we can make out like the whole day making paper airplanes and stuff, man. I don't there know, we go. I, I all can't. right. You brought it back. You brought it. Tell me, how you been, man? I don't, I don't see I've you much like I've been good. Like I've been good. I've been... Uh, yeah, I'm spending a lot of time with my kiddo sure, lately. Sure, sure. Uh, been taking precedent over comedy, which uh, I think you should understand. If you judge me for it, I hate you. But uh, we're, well, sorry, we, I, you, you don't well, judge. No, me. it's fine. Like I've never, I've never me. had uh, like to worry about that kind of like scenario because <laughs> I know how to use a condom. A, a no, no. I'm sure she's a great kid. I'm sure you love her very much. I, I do, I right. do. But I also now learned to love condoms, so this is good. <laughs> Two birds, one bone. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's this week's episode. Yeah, two birds, <laughs> one bone. That's great. That's great. Uh, no, yeah, so I've been busy with that. I've also uh, been working on a few shows I have coming up. Um, May 21st, the Tuesday, I got the uh, Pit Stop Comedy Show from... Uh, oh, boy. Yeah, my uh, the Comedy Digest kind of trying to branch out and trying to do other things besides their Comedy Digest show. Now, before you talk about Pit Stop, why don't you tell me a little bit about Comedy Digest. Uh, comedy Digest is something I started uh, last August, and the premise kind of was... Um, I know a lot of people that want to see comedy and want to see locally produced stuff. Right. Uh, but they don't really know where to start. And I figured it'd be a good idea to get people out by uh, um, making it all come to one show. So I, I put on people that produce and create content, whether it's podcasts, sketch comedy, uh, you know, just basic uh, stand-up showcases, showcases. Open mics. Yeah, open mics. Uh, any if if you create something like that, then I want you on my stage. So. Uh, I can share that with people, and it's been uh, really fun. We've had five really great shows. We're taking um, a little break till August to be on the next one, so we can figure out what worked, what hasn't worked, and we're sure. come back with a season two. That's gonna be great. Um, in the meantime, uh, my co-producer Tree Sanchez, hilarious. Tree Sanchez, shout out to Tree. Love her. Wouldn't be here without her. Um, she's working on her own stuff. I'm working on some stuff, and. Uh, uh, it's going to be a fun summer, and we're going to talk about it more uh, when it comes to August when we do our Comedy Digest show. It's going to be yeah. a great – yeah, we'll have you back on in August to talk about it. So, <laughs> all right, so, so now what's Pit Stop? Uh, pit Stop is an idea I had. Um, I want people who are traveling across the country doing their own independent comedy tours, okay. which a lot of people we know do that. Uh, I want them to come to St. Louis and have uh, a show to do specifically for them coming through. And uh, that way the local people can kind of see what's going on in the region, not just in their city. So uh, this first one that's going to happen is going to showcase uh, Garrett Smalley and Tom Gray. All right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're hilarious people from uh, Springfield, Missouri. They're great. I've talked to them a lot. I can't wait to meet them. Uh, uh, if you, you should look them up. They have some good videos online. Uh, them and Matt Barnes, who's a local comic yeah. now. He's originally from Springfield, so it's gonna be a real Springfield fun day uh, or night, rather. You know, Matt, we're, we're fans of Matt Barnes and the Lions Den. Matt good, Barnes, uh, he's he's a great guy. A hell of a guy. Funny too. Uh, not 
His hair is not as great as yours, Sam. I'm not gonna lie. Relax. But, don't pit me against my brother like that. No, right? I'm not. I'm not, I'm not gonna to have. Choose, no, don't come in here uh, with your Eurocentric. <laughs> I wasn't going anywhere. With that. <laughs> I'm t- I worked today. I'm tired. I traded a shift, so I. <laughs> I didn't work today. I uh, I had a really uh, nice lunch with my mom and my sisters. Did you do like Mother's Day today, so you don't have to do it tomorrow? Uh, no, I still got to do it tomorrow. But uh, no, we had a fun lunch. Yeah. It was, it was good. I, I spent a lot of time with my family. Family's a pretty. Uh, it's a big family. Yeah, big family. You I got, do. You have more sisters than uh, Joey on Friends. Yeah, I actually have a sister named Joey. So uh, that's how many sisters I have. All right, this <laughs> is your show. Now. I'm gonna leave for like five minutes. Talk about your family. I'm actually disappearing. <laughs> I didn't mean. Yeah, I really left, guys. I'll tell you about my family. Uh, I am one of eight kids. Uh, there's only two boys, me and my brother Rob. Uh, then there's Katie, Johnny, Maggie, Nicole, Joey, and Mary. All right, now say the names backwards. Like, like the order you just said it, and now do it the reverse. Uh, Mary, Joey, Nicole, Maggie, Johnny, Katie. Nailed it. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I've been practicing that for a long point in my life. Now. I've uh, done that a lot. All done. right. So eight. So you're one of eight. Where are you in the lineup? I'm number seven. What? Whoa. Lucky number Bronze seven. Bronze of the litter. Uh, almost. I got a little sister, and she's definitely more spoiled than me. I'm definitely the lost child in some ways. I see that. Yeah. I see yeah. that. I mean, I'm the only one who does stuff like tell jokes on stage and talk about inappropriate things. Hold that thought. And we're back. Just took a little break to make some more paper airplanes. Yeah, these are, uh, these are flying further this time. We're learning. Learning. So, Tony, tell, how'd you get uh, started in comedy? How long have you been doing? Uh, well, I first started doing this in 2013, um, and I've been kind of in and out ever since. Uh, the reason I started was I was just kind of something I've always wanted to do, and one day I was like, you know what? I'm going to try this. And uh, I wrote actually a whole, like, structured, what I thought was a structured bit, because I didn't know what the hell I was doing sure, at the time, sure. uh, about Oprah Winfrey and, like, like I, I didn't know what a punchline really was at the time or anything, so it wasn't really going anywhere. It was just like a two-page premise that wasn't four minutes. And I got like a minute in, and I was like, yeah, no one cares about me and what I have to say about Oprah. So I immediately just started telling the story about uh, how I bit a stripper the first time I was at a strip club. All right, so two things. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> so... Uh, First, do you still know the Oprah Winfrey bit? Uh, I have it saved on a computer somewhere. Right. I, it was something about everyone getting something that was not a car, but along that line. It was it was a big setup for not a very big payoff, but I might be able to look it up someday. Right. I don't really care. Tell me, you bit a stripper? What? Okay. Uh, I mean, I care, but like not as much. I, no, as I, I, I get it. I get it. This is something I should really put out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yes, when I turned 21... Uh, this was also the time that me and my daughter's mom were, like, going through all that jazz and sure. stuff like that. So, like, uh, us, we were splitting up, and my guys I worked with, uh, we all worked in a warehouse together. They were like, we're going to take you out and have a good time. So they got me a hotel room in a Maristar. Uh, okay. And, like, they were all like, yeah, we're going to go to the strip club. It's going to be a great night. Uh, we get to the hotel way too early for, like, a fun night of all drinking and stuff. At like 4 p.m., we uh, go it's to the, the casino. Perfect time to start drinking. 
Yeah, but like when you go to the casino for a minute and we didn't really know what to like, I don't know. We kind of walked around, played some slots, tried to play blackjack, like a bunch of jerk offs. We don't really know what we're doing. Just uh, saying, hit me. Yeah, yeah, hit me. <laughs> uh, we end up going to the strip club way too early because we got bored of the casino, and we go to the strip club at like maybe seven thirty, eight o'clock. Seven thirty. Yeah. At, all right. No, I'm, yeah. It, I told you it, it was early, and like was I was. East side? Yeah, no, we went to the east side. Okay. We went to PT Sports Cabaret. I ran into my high school coach's daughter who worked there. That was fun. Nice. So this is east side. We mean east side of the river. So, uh, east side east of the East St. Louis. East St. Louis, yes. That general area. Yeah, if you don't know about East St. Louis... Um, you're doing pretty well. You're, yeah, yeah, I mean, <laughs> things in your life have been going as you planned, probably. Uh, but <laughs> Did you acknowledge your coach's daughter? Oh, oh yes. I was definitely not not saying hi. I don't want to say your name on here. I feel no, like that fine. might be yeah. uh but uh no, me and her locked eyes and then I saw that she had a tattoo in a place I had never seen before and that was uh it was an interesting experience. It was cool. Um anyone who knows me probably knows who I'm talking about though. <laughs> if I ask, will you tell me where the tattoo was? Uh, okay, that's fine. Yeah, 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 I mean I mean I'll, yeah, later on. I'll tell you I'll All tell right, you later on. We'll sure. Later on. Okay. Uh, so you bit, all right, let's get to the... I didn't bite her, to be, to be okay, clear. Okay, right. And this wasn't the first... Okay, so we go to PT's, I see her, uh, we start getting drinks and stuff. One of my friends says that it's my birthday, and the waitress came by and was like, oh, you should get a body shot for your birthday on the house. And I'm like, oh, okay. And she comes over, puts a shot glass in her cleavage, and, like, so I, initially I'm just kind of like, oh, and I go and, like, pick it up. And she's like, no, 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 you have to, like, use your mouth. And I'm like, Did okay. Did you not know how body shots worked? Well, I, I, not really, not like that. I didn't go to college. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. All right. <laughs> uh, so I go in and I grab the, the drink and I take a shot. And she's like, well, you can play with them a little bit. And so, like, that was the most awkward, like, playing with a woman's boobs, I think, ever. And it was just, like, I didn't own that experience. It was really weird. But, like, you know, it was, I got it out of my system. It was good. It was good. My friends proceed to, like, buy me a private lap dance, and then we go to another strip club, which I think is closed down. Was it the Crystal Palace or something like that? I don't remember. I go to church, dude, so I don't know what to <laughs> right? I'm a wholesome boy. <laughs> I don't know all the strip clubs in the east side. Sorry. Uh, but When so, did you bite the stripper? I'm getting to right, it. I thought maybe it was I during swear. the body no, shot. No, you, you okay. got to hear the body right. shot okay. part because then we <laughs> end up going. Uh, so we've been drinking. We go back to the casino to play some more slots and meet up with some more people. I end up winning uh, $300 on roulette. Shit. And, and yeah, just randomly, betting on black. So I was like, yeah, I want to go spend this money back at the strip clubs. And my friends hadn't been there yet. They just showed up. So I get driven back to PT Sports. You win. And, <laughs> So front end, say hi to the girl I know from high school again. I'm back. Can't keep me away. Um, I <laughs> I feel like a new man at this point because I've been drinking. I've been winning. I've seen a lot more boobs than ever in one day in my life. And so uh, I'm just feeling good. And so when that waitress came back and was like, hey, see you guys are back. Do you want more body shots? I was like, hell yeah, we do. Let's do it. Come on. I'm the birthday boy. There you go. And that's when, like, you know, I got in there and, like, got the shot and then just, like, now when I say bite her, it wasn't like, you know, I didn't leave a mark or anything, but, okay. like, it was the evermost amount of teeth 
on the areola. Ah, it was intense there. I don't know. If <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not proud of this story at all. No, but, sure. uh, but it's, uh, it's a funny one, I guess. But, yeah, no, what happened afterwards is as soon as she felt any teeth at all, I got a big old smack, knocked my glasses square off my face. It was so loud that the DJ there was like, Damn! <laughs> I swear to God. Hell yes. And then she's like, uh-uh, you're done. And then proceeded to go to my friend next to me and give him a body shot like nothing even freaking happened. Yeah, so. she was like, she knew, she's working. Yeah, yeah. It was an yeah. accident. I got like, slapped. You know. She knew I was drunk. She stopped serving me. I was thoroughly embarrassed. Uh, I learned a good, strong lesson. I think I've been back to a strip club like maybe twice since then. And uh, I keep that in mind, you know. Now, don't touch your strippers with your hands or your teeth. That's really the... Uh, yeah, don't... Hands off. They're, hand, hands they're, and teeth off, yes. They're professionals, all right? They're there they're, to do a job. They, they are. They really would, are. I respect that profession a lot. We're making jokes about it, but like... Like, you wouldn't go out on, like, the court and just start touching, like, a, a Lakers cheerleader. I would hope. <laughs> so, like, don't... Like, same thing for... Like, you wouldn't do that to, like, a, a, a dancer at the ballet. You wouldn't, like, run up on stage. You no, know, you're totally right. I would... Now, that wouldn't happen like that. Now, if a... If a, if a Lakers cheerleader was giving me a private dance, I would still respect that, but I think that would be a little bit more understanding of, like, why it might be, like, a little bit more difficult to, like, sit on your hands while they're getting, like, a a, a private dance. I don't know. I, I Don't touch the women, guys. Okay. Respect them. They're all working hard. Uh, I honestly would be a stripper if I think anyone would pay me to take my clothes off. I would 100% be a stripper. 100%. This is... Not a bit right here. I swear to God, while I was at do you lunch want to start a strip club with me? No, okay, sorry, right. <laughs> no. sorry. While I was at let's just say what we're thinking. While the I was at lunch with my sisters, uh, I was telling them about coming over and recording this, and and your sisters uh, want to see me strip. Well, no, my my little sister is getting married, and my older one wanted to get a uh, 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 stripper for her. Okay, and like they were joking around, and I was like, you know, Sam would definitely strip for you guys. <laughs> Sam would definitely get paid to like. I don't know what you're implying by that, but I would 100. percent No, I, yeah. I just know you. You're a good time yeah, guy. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> Is that what's written on the bathroom wall? Right. <laughs> For a good time, call Sam, and yeah. then you're just gonna make people laugh. It's gonna be great. There you go. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was in New Orleans uh, for Mardi Gras, and we woke up on the Saturday feeling like death and uh we may or may not have been to a couple of gentlemen's establishments the night before yeah that's we may have we gentlemen. may have been at one till five in the morning we may not have we probably were Who's and so we wake up at 10 and we're like all right so what are we doing today and the, our college uh team had a basketball day game that day go rebs hotty toddy nobody cares uh, and so we were trying to find, it was a morning game and so we weren't even trying to like drink. We were trying to like just still like recover and just find somewhere, watch a little bit of the game. We're walking down Bourbon, uh, and it's, it's ten in the morning, so it's <laughs> it's only half crowded. Yeah, I was gonna say Bourbon Street's There's always only fifty thousand people. people yeah. And so we just go into the first place that looks like a bar that we can find. We walk up to the door, there's a bouncer out front, we're like, All right, cool, this is a good time bar. They got a bouncer at ten AM. <laughs> That's he, uh, a very good point. He says, Y'all coming in? I was like, Yeah, we're coming in. He's like, All right. Girls ain't out yet. Then what do you? And I was like, okay, like I didn't know what that meant. I was like, oh, I, I thought maybe he said like now. grills ain't out yet. I thought maybe they have like a barbecue that day or something. <laughs> and so we walk in, and we, we don't realize until we get in there that's a strip club. 
And uh, we see they've got TVs. We're like, cool. So we go up to the bar. The bartender's like, hey, guys, uh, girls aren't going to be out for like another hour. And I was like, cool. Maybe they can not come out for three hours and you can put uh, the basketball <laughs> game on. Because <laughs> that's what we came here to do, you know. <laughs> but it was, I'm, it wasn't, it's not a funny story. It's just it, – it, it's pretty – accurate of the only experience i should have at I got, a strip club i got one more strip club story uh which honestly this isn't rep- i just want to tell the, the the listening audience these strip club stories are not representative of me as a person but you know whatever uh, just him when he's at strip clubs okay yeah, uh so uh i went to new york a couple years ago and uh while i was there i met a guy at the hostel i was staying at who uh met someone through couch surfer and, like, I didn't know anyone in New York. I didn't have any plans. So one night, he was like, let's go meet this person because she is a promoter for strip clubs. So it was like, hell yeah. So they, they uh, the two of them take, or she takes us to uh, this sports-themed strip club in uh, Manhattan, which, like, I didn't know how many strip clubs there were in Manhattan, but apparently... I, I would I, assume a lot. I, I Yeah, I, I'm, they have everything. I, I was literally... Like, surprised by the amount of shit that there was in Manhattan, which I don't know why. Apparently, I'm just very naive, but... Yeah, uh... fuck Manhattan! <laughs> what do you got there, huh? What? What's so important there? Uh, but no, so uh, we get there again early, uh, at like 9 o'clock, and uh, there's only the three of us in there, and uh, this girl walks up on stage. It's very small. It's only a little bit bigger than this coffee table right here. And it's a very small coffee table. I got the, it off of Amazon. It's like 20 yeah. bucks. <laughs> I'd say it's about four, but I don't know how measurements work. So like, so it's like four feet. This is like two by three and a half. Okay. The, the stage was probably, I don't know, like a four by four stage. It wasn't right. very big. Just big enough for her to be on a pole and spin. Uh, and like she comes up to me to like do her little, you know, Diddy. dance. Uh, and like, you know, so I could give her money. And like she gets down there and i was looking at her like ah, oh, she's really pretty and so she leaned in close and uh i was like you have really pretty eyes and then she just like kind of stopped dancing and like got kind of awkward and like got off stage too soon and i was like did i ruin something here did i break something like i don't know what i did yeah, that- that- <laughs> so what i'm really asking here did i break strip club protocol by like treating her like a per- I, I don't know I, I, don't- it's, I think it's just like uh like, like time and a place again like you wouldn't if, like, a surgeon was performing, like, <laughs> an awake procedure on you and, like, was, was you, you wouldn't look at him and say you have really pretty eyes because you'd probably be intubated. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But you're right. If I, I wouldn't try to stop someone. If someone's, like, uh, changing my oil, you know, in my car and I get out and I, I, I look down there and it's like, you have really pretty eyes, I might throw them off a little bit. I don't bit. know, man. Reggie over at Dobbs. Reggie uh, at Dobbs. They're just Shout out perfect, to Reggie. This perfect shade of hazel. I can't get over it. <laughs> Shout out Kelly Clarkson while we're on that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, you're wearing a Blues jersey. I am. The Blues uh, play the Sharks tonight. Uh, and oh, word. Is this like game one? This is game one in the series. This so is, the is this it? Series. Is this, this is is the conference series? Conference. So Son of a bitch. So, so, so we have to beat the Sharks and then play whoever wins against uh, Carolina and Boston. Now, is that going to be another series? That, that'll be, that's the series going on simultaneously as right, ours. But I, and so then, we if we... This best out of seven, Blues win. I don't know what I'm saying. We. I don't get. All right. The Blues win this best out of seven. Mm-hmm. Boston wins their best out of seven. Yeah. Blues and Boston. Stanley Cup finals. 
That that's is that, that seven more games? That is seven more games. Son of a bitch! Listen, listen. This is the longest like season in any sports. Uh, it's a lot similar to uh, the NBA. The NBA has like a, a best of seven series like this, don't they? For I mean, I don't know much about the NBA. No, yeah, they do. It's just it, it, it goes on simultaneously. They're in the playoffs right now. Yeah, they're, Houston yeah, just got knocked Houston out. Houston got right? knocked the hell out by Boston, I think. R.I.P. Harden. He's not dead, is he? No, he's on the inside now after that loss. <laughs> he did his best, though. I mean, I was, I know a little bit about basketball, uh-huh. but I don't, I don't know who's still in the playoffs. No, nope, no, I don't. No, nope. I don't know. I, I was only half sure that the Blues were still. <laughs> and I was at, I was at the game seven on Tuesday. Like, I, no I was there. way. I was, not, I was at the game. I'm sorry. I was, I was oh. watching. I was like, I, I watched game I was seven. Say, you and saw I was still Pat like, Maroon get the overtime goal, and like, I don't know. Who that is. Ah. Uh, well, his son was there. He's on the Blues team. Okay. He's number seven. Sure. Uh, his son was there. Is and his son famous too? Now he is because uh, after his dad won the game-winning goal in uh, overtime. Pat Maroon, right? Pat Maroon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, his son, Rig, was crying after. Like, Can you imagine that? Like seeing your father do something amazing for a whole city and everyone just shouting because like, he did something awesome. Like. God, I wish my dad was cool like that. That's all I'm saying. I just, you know, <laughs> like my dad, like the only sport that my dad would do something like great in would be Candy Crush. He would like, you know, like he finally crushed them all and now everyone's shouting and maybe I would I'd tear up, but. Uh, and then maybe he'd have your respect. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. So wait, so the, Pat Maroon's child is named Rig Maroon? <laughs> I believe so, yeah. All right. <laughs> it's not my kid. It's not my kid. It's, it's his mistake. To, okay. I don't need Pat Maroon showing up. Yeah. <laughs> no, if this is what it takes to get Pat Maroon to show up at my door, I will say all types of things all right. and apologize in person while he's beating me <laughs> with a hockey stick. You know, Just, sometimes he apologize and thank him. He's a hometown guy, though. He's a, well, they all... Well, no, not he didn't. I know they're all playing for the St. Louis Blues, but... Um, I was being a dick. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew what you meant. I knew what you meant. Uh, where'd he go to high school? I don't care. Uh, <laughs> someone at work the other day asked me, uh, she said I looked familiar, and she asked me where I went to school, and I said, oh, Ole Miss, like, just assuming she meant college. Yeah, college, yeah. Like, is that in South County? I was like... Oh, uh, no. Oh, poor thing. That's fine. Bless her heart, as you say in Mississippi. <laughs> I say it here, too. I'm worldwide with it. Do you have any cool uh, college stories that like uh, you like sharing? Like, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't have the college experience. I went straight into working and stuff like that. So I don't really. Uh... What college stories are safe? To tell? <laughs> the statute of limitations has, uh, has. I don't know. I got put on um, probation for a semester uh, for breaking into the new law school that they were building. And so me and my girlfriend at the time, we would like just they would, we would go into the construction site, and there was always like a window open. We would climb in, and then we would just walk around the law school. We were, no, we weren't. Even, yeah, I know. Like, we weren't even like drinking or like getting. No, you do Yeah, you we were just no, we were just around. yeah, we were just having meaningful conversations, and we were sitting on the roof of it, and uh, a bike cop rolls up, gets off, says, "The hell you doing up there?" <laughs> Like a bike cop. Like would. a bike cop would. And I said, oh, we're just hanging out. Well, get down and try not to bust your ass. I'll be waiting for you right here. <laughs> okay, and, sir. <laughs> uh, 
I'm assuming you did, didn't go right down. No, I went, we went right down. We went, did? Yeah, okay. we went down, and uh, he was waiting for us, and he's like asking us all these questions. There are all these parties going on on Fraternity Rose. Like, y'all, which house y'all coming from? How much y'all been drinking tonight? And she starts, she was like a very good Christian girl, so she starts laughing at the <laughs> concept that she would be drinking, and she starts cackling. I said, okay, so she's not like being an ass. Like, she's laughing when she doesn't drink. We haven't been. We go to uh, we go to church. Uh, <laughs> we go to church, and this is just where we come to have our theological. <laughs> Damn it, guys! Don't do that again. All right, now I got to call back up. We got to write everything up. You're probably you're gonna have a meeting with the dean of students next week, and I was like, all right, cool. So we, next week we go in for this meeting with the dean of students, and she looks at our forms. And she looks at she says, "So you were on the law school roof?" I said, "Yep." She said. Don't that's don't do that. Don't <laughs> don't do that. Do you know how many meetings I have? I have I have six MIPs to meet today. Minor possessions, <laughs> and I don't have to waste. I don't want to waste time with you looking at the stars. Like just stay off the roof. You're on probation for a semester, and like the, but like nothing happened. It wasn't like academic or like disciplinary. It just on my student account for a semester. It said probation, and then at the end of the semester, I got an email that said you're off probation. And I was like, cool. I forgot I was on probation. Like I was still getting on roofs the rest of the yeah. semester. <laughs> Just not the law school one again. So you're telling me you just love to get high. There we go. All right. Pit stop, May 21st. All right, yeah, May 21st. Heavy anchor, 9 p.m. It's going to be great. going to be lit. Uh, I promise I won't make bad jokes like that. I'm just hosting the thing. Okay, guys, I'm playing good jokes. It's three years after that, actually. Uh, I was a criminal justice major. And so I did an internship with campus police. And I walk in for the first day of the internship. And I get into the parking lot. And this bike cop pulls up. Hey, man, you been staying off them damn roofs? Like, <laughs> what? Three years Three later. Years later. <laughs> they know my face. Uh, that's fine. So, yeah, May 21st, Pit Stop May, Comedy. May, May 21st, Pit Stop Comedy. At the Heavy Anchor. At the Heavy Anchor. I also have a benefit show that's going to be happening in July for my niece. She, uh, found me had, a, she had a brain tumor in January. Uh so I'm trying to put something together for her to kind of help her, my sister, and my family to kind of get through this rough time. And she's kicking that tumor's ass. She really is. I mean, she's been through three brain surgeries right now. Uh, but she, she, like, besides her cut hair, you wouldn't be able to tell just because like, she has such an upbeat attitude yeah. about stuff. And, uh, you know, her name's Heidi Frank. She is so sweet. Uh, the show is called Humor vs. Tumor. Um, <laughs> it's good. Yeah. Because <laughs> we're going to make people laugh. And we're going to help beat this thing, and it's going to be freaking awesome. Uh, there's going to be more info coming out on that probably in the next couple weeks. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's going to be great. And then, like I said, after that, August, uh, the next Comedy Digest show is going to come, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Tree and I have some stuff planned for it. Uh, uh, while I'm talking about Tree, I should probably throw a shout-out for she, her. Yeah, for Tree's her. got a new open mic. She does, and it's just great because new open mics – are very much needed. Mm-hmm. You, you cannot have enough of them. Uh, this is the that one queer open mic is what it's called. It's at the Monocle. Uh, it's on Thursdays. I'm not sure of the time. Is so it I don't mo- want to it's monthly, isn't it? It's weekly. It's It'll week- be weekly. All right. All right. Weekly Thursday, the, every yeah. Thursday at the Monocle. Uh, head on over for that one queer open mic. Yeah, though, Yeah. right? Uh, uh, it's going to be great. It's, <laughs> everyone's welcome, but priority is given to uh, people who are, uh, identify as LGBTQ or uh, female identifying first, but everyone's welcome. Like, don't feel like you can't go to the monocle on a Thursday night to tell your yuck yucks because, like, you uh, don't fit in that uh, idea. Everyone's welcome. Everyone come out. It's gonna be great. Tree is awesome. 
She did a good job. When was that first one? I think. I mean, I'll see if I can find it real quick. I sure. think it's June 11th. I know it's in June, the first yeah, one. Yeah, you do that. I'll talk about uh, my show coming up. Do uh, it. It's time again uh, for the next episode of Yours, Mine, and Ours. We will be Woo! at the Heavy Anchor. Nice. Uh, this Thursday, May 16th. Uh, and it is the triumphant return of Meredith Hopping as co host. Uh, oh, man. Her show last night was that's great. Right. Yeah, we were at Futurist Female last night, also at the Heavy Anchor. Go see a show at the Heavy Anchor. Heavy a lot of Anchor shows going on over there. Uh, and Meredith was headlining for that Futurist Female. It was a fantastic lineup, and she's knocked it out of the park uh, with that headlining set. And so we'll be back at it together again this Thursday, the 16th. Uh, headline that show, we've got Stefan Hightower, uh, St. Uh, Louis great. favorite. Uh, we're going to have Allison Summers in from Nashville. She's Ooh. done the show before, so looking forward to having her back. Uh, and then Jason Brennan is going to be on as oh, well. Okay. He's, he's uh, in from Ireland, and he's been making his rotation. He was over in Ireland for a few months doing uh, a tour, and he's been making his rotation back to the St. Louis scene. Uh, yeah, I've seen him a couple times around. He's yep. a really nice guy. He's funny. Great guy, very funny. Charming. That damn accent, I swear. <laughs> <sighs> Gets me an art. Come to the show and see what I'm talking about uh, this Thursday at the Heavy Anchor. It's going to start at 8 o'clock, uh, $5, and great drinks at the bar. Josh and Jody always make it a good time for us, so come and hang with us for that. Yeah, it, even if you don't have anything to do on any other night, Heavy Anchor is always the place to go. Oh, I yeah. can't stress this enough. Heavy Anchor has stuff going on almost every night it's open, and the people who work there are super nice. Uh, their drinks are super affordable. And it's just a really nice environment, you know. It's it's a great place. I can't talk it up enough, really. Uh, and if I just looked it up. That queer open mic, uh, co- that queer comedy open mic at the Monocle uh, starts at 10 o'clock on June 11th. And it will run every Thursday after that. And the Monocle, too, if we can talk about that for a second. Yeah, let's do it. Bougie in a great way. I love that place. The, like, the Monocle is just super nice. You walk in there and you're like, wow. This is, like, I need a bow tie to be here. Yeah, but you don't. They let you in. No, they, they let everyone in. They're so accepting of non-bow tie people. It's it's really nice. Uh, I like that place a lot, too. Um, I think the first time I went there was last year during Flyover. Yeah? Flyover. Uh, Flyover Comedy Festival, uh, coming back for its third year uh, this November. That's going to be November... Are you doing anything for the festival? Have you like submitted or anything? Um, or? I'm going to. Yes, I've definitely already submitted. Uh, yeah. no, <laughs> uh, November 7th through 9th will be the flyover this year. It's oh, going to be cool. third year of the festival. It's a, it's a great time. Uh, comics coming in from all over the country. They'll have you know sketch groups, improv teams, just everything you can. Anything that's going to make you laugh will be at flyover. So any comics out there that haven't submitted yet, get that yeah, submission get, get in. Get them in. Do that now. Yeah, get yourself a uh, video and put it in. Uh, and then if you're just a fan of comedy and you're like, oh man, there's, the shows are always on nights that I can't do it. Well, this is three yeah, nights you get three of nights. comedy. Uh, Thursday through Saturday, come out and kick it with us in the Grove. The Grove is a great place to have fun and like uh they have a lot of venues that are just really neat to see comedy at like i don't know you don't always see you know comedy when you go down to the grove it's a lot more for me my experience has been dancing and good food that's like what i know the grove which you for. dancing is a different kind of comedy ah uh, i see was, what you did there i see what you did there well anybody who's seen me dance isn't gonna stand i think you're that. just jealous of that's my dancing. definitely what's going on i think Honestly, we're from the same school of thought as far as what dancing is, which is just, I'm going to move and feel good about it, yep. and uh, if you 
don't agree with that, then you should go move somewhere else. That's uh, kind of how I'm about it. This is my floor. This is mine now. They say don't dance with your shoulders. I dance with only my shoulders. Only your shoulders. <laughs> just doing the. I just knew. I just know the, the shoulder lean. That's the, with the I'm, That's too many friends references I, for one. I don't. I don't rock we, with we friends don't rock at with all. Friends, friends no. isn't good. Friends isn't good. They're, they are six people living unrealistically uh, and completely oblivious to the world around them. Like it. it plus, Ross is the, like the main character, and no one wants to acknowledge it. He's also the worst character on there. Okay, I'm done. I'm, I can go on for a while about this, but friends can really suck it. Yep. Suck it. That was him. He just actually just um, threw a metal ball bearing at David Schwimmer, <laughs> uh, who I have locked in my apartment until he explains his horrible acting on People vs. O.J. No, he was great in People vs. O.J. People vs. O.J., I think, that's, I, I think that's why you gave him the bowl of water in that cage, because he earned it. But, earned, like... Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I see David over there. He's funny. Uh, I actually thought that was a dog when I walked in, not David Schwimmer. Right. <laughs> Have you seen the, uh, they do a, a the theme, the Friends theme song, but they give them all, like, dog names? Um, <laughs> no, but that sounds adorable. Uh, and, uh, so, like, I, I, I don't like Matthew Perry's like Matthew Puppy and stuff like that. Uh, and then Matthew, Matthew LeBlanc. LeBlanc. It's just still Matthew LeBlanc. <laughs> was it Matthew like LeBlanc? But really, it makes sense. Maybe, Matthew, maybe I can't remember what it was. Matthew LeBlanc. I, I, I don't know. I like it a lot. That's still good. Hey, here's the thing: Is Matthew Perry even the one that's in Friends, or is? Yeah, he's okay. Chandler. I was he's conf- I was confusing Matthew Perry and Matthew Broderick um, for a minute. Ooh, very easy to mix up. They both did not age well. They really did. <laughs> <They both, laughs> that's the real reason we didn't get a uh, Ferris Bueller sequel is because he that and old. he and he killed somebody. He did. He, Matthew yeah, Broderick. I said I know this. Matthew Broderick. You all you tell it, Sam. You know it. I there's a just I don't know a DUI. And he, yeah, no, he just hit someone with a car. Was he coked out? I, I, you know what? I don't want to really slander this murderer's name, but uh, I, I, he did kill somebody. I don't know. I don't know what All drugs right. or if he was on anything, but so did Laura Bush. So, <sighs> Oof, gosh, so did uh, uh, oh, what's her name? Caitlyn Jenner. Uh, Ted Kennedy. Ted Kennedy too. Wow. Wow. Let's just what? How many vehicular uh, manslaughter people do we know off the top of our head? Oh, uh, the guy from um. Fuck me. Uh, what's oh Vince Neil? From, yes, Vince, Vince Neil. Neil from Motley Crue. Yes, yeah, Vince yeah. Neil. <laughs> <laughs> and God, speaking of time hitting you hard, that guy. He's been through a lot. I should like. I've seen the movie, The uh, Dirt. The Dirt. That was uh, bad. That was a really bad movie. Like why? Like. I feel like they like Tommy Lee Jones were just like, "Hey Netflix, you should do something about me. Look at me, dude." Well, he probably definitely like tried to get them. First of all, it's Tommy Lee. It wasn't Tommy yeah, Lee Jones. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I get those two mixed up. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, the dirt wasn't a good oh, movie. Oh man, like it, it's weird because like like Ian Rayon plays. Uh, Ramsey yeah. Snow in Game of Thrones, and somehow I hated him more in yeah. the dirt. Yeah. Uh, he was more accessible as a person who was cutting off other people's dicks and like ruining their lives yeah, and like he, filleting people alive. He was more he was. palatable <laughs> as that than as Mick Mars, is what I'm getting to. You know what he was really good in? Oh, shoot, I forgot the name. The Misfits. I haven't seen The Misfits. 
It's a really good TV show. British. It's older. I don't. Know. I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. Yep. A bunch of people get superpowers. I don't want to go further than that. But it's good. It's, it's worth uh, worth a watch. It's good. Right. What else are you watching right now? Ah, uh, right now, uh, Dead to Me. Have you seen that, Christina Applegate? Uh, Christina Applegate. Really? Yeah. Is that? Isn't she like looking for her, like the guy that like killed her husband or something? That's part of it. Uh. Really, her and I can't think of the other actress's name, the one who was in Freaks and Geeks. Oh, uh, the the main one? Yeah, the main uh, woman uh, from... Linda Carlini? Yeah, that sounds yeah. right. I'll yeah, go with yeah. that. Uh, those two meet in grief counseling, and they kind of have this, like, quirky relationship at first, and then things kind of get crazy from there, and I don't want to ruin the plot devices for anybody, but... Stuff goes down. It's it, it, uh, it was really intriguing, and the whole time I was watching, I was like, huh, I don't think they're going to make a second season of this. I don't see where we're going to go somewhere. And then like, the last episode's like, huh, I kind of hope they make a second season just to see where this goes. And if uh, the Santa Clarita Diet got three seasons, please, Netflix, listen to me. Give this guy another season. You know, Dead to Me, the good show. I, I, I enjoyed it. Don't gender TV shows, please. Them. <laughs> Sorry, I, I didn't mean to. <laughs> I guess all TV shows are NBs. I don't know. Yeah, I'll but... do whatever it takes to get on that open mic. Okay. <laughs> do whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Tree one more time. Come on, Sam's ready. It's... All right, she's gonna blacklist me for that. <laughs> That's fine. I deserve it. <laughs> uh, all right. So, so Dead to Me is what Dead to watch? Me is what I'm watching. Um, I don't know. I go back and rewatch The Office a lot. I also you were I, just watching. The Office was in. on when you came in. Yep, I yeah. had it on all day while I was. I worked from home. On oh, weekend, nice. So I had it playing in the background. I wish I could work from home. Wish you could weld from home. Yeah, welding from home. I well, I've been doing more logistics stuff at work. Actually, I've changed departments and I have to deal with like truck drivers. By the way, here's a funny story. Uh, while doing this for the last six months, I have seen not one but two sets of trucker balls. Um, that's uh, that's that's an honest statement there. Here's now. Do you mean like the like the the ball the decorative balls that hang on the back of trucks? Are you seeing two different tr- the balls? Of testicles, two di- Sam. Word. Testicles. Two okay. sets. Two different sets of trucker testicles since dealing with truckers on a more daily basis. That's glamorous. Logistics. Bougie is what I call that. I've used my word a lot lately. Okay. Uh, no, yeah the. What I learned, though, is that when a truck driver is waiting to either pick up or drop something off and is sleeping in your parking lot, don't wake him up. Because he's either going to come out, you know, naked or with a gun in his hand, and either way, you just, you just want to wait. Let him do their own thing. The more you know. The more I mean, you know, yeah, a, yeah. I, <laughs> that was I mean, weekly... Respect strippers, respect truckers, respect everybody. Like, can we, we all just, let's just respect can't people. Can't we all just get along? Humanity know? first. Shout out to Andrew Yang, the Yang gang. Let's do that. Humanity first. Is he running for? Is he running for? Andrew Yang is running for president. Is that yes. his slo- is humanity first his slogan? Yes, it is. That's I don't I don't want to disparage the man because I don't know him, but that that's low key sounds like it's on some like all lives matter shit. No, like, no, that's like, actually more about uh he's he's about the working person bracing for automation and how it's going to change the world. That's really where that's coming from. Oh, on the side, I see him. God, I mean that's just sad. Oh man, I didn't save. I can come back by tomorrow and we can try again. <laughs> no, it'll be, no, it'll be fine. Oh, cool. So we're going to start for 17 minutes. Cool.
Is that a screensaver? Uh, yeah, it just does like a uh, rotation. Oh, that mm-hmm. it's a uh, Apple TV. Oh, Apple TV. Oh, it's been going this whole time. Oh, it's recording this whole time. Skydiving, I went. Rocky Mountain climbing, I went. 2.7 seconds on a bull named Fu Manchu. And I love deeper, and I spoke sweeter, and I gave forgiveness I've been denying. And I hope someday you get the chance. I fucked that up. To live like you were dying. Come out to uh, Southtown Pub for karaoke after... Uh, uh, after after no. after we after uh, uh, we are live. Oh, oh, oh yeah, all right. It'll be after we are live. But, yeah, so if, but, if but you, yo, this Thursday definitely go to yours, mine, and ours heavy first. Anchor, heavy o'clock. anchor, yeah, which is not far from Southtown Pub. So I mean, you make your choice wisely there, people. There you go. Although I got a shout out to We Are Live and Chris Denman because that's uh, they're great people. They did give uh, me a guest spot, so I should yeah. Shout, <laughs> whatever the shout, shout out, out shout out to the We Are Live. They're awesome. Uh, they also have that podcast daily. Uh, I like watching that a lot. Oh, that, yeah. That's a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm always at work, so I can't watch it live, but I do enjoy listening to it, and I'll, like, pop over to, like, leave a comment real quick when nobody's <laughs> looking. Uh, we're not even going to – no context for the Tim McGraw thing. Yeah, no. Uh. <laughs> where, did, like, where did we leave off? We, was, we were talking about Andrew Yang. Oh, yeah. Automation. So, yeah, automation. automation. Yeah. Well, see, he, his big thing that people either love him or hate him for is the UBI, which, I don't know, it's universal basic income. Okay. So everyone would get $1,000 a month if you're over the age of 18, and you uh, you can opt into the program. So if you don't want the $1,000 a month, you don't have to have it. But then you like you can, you can work in addition to that. Yeah, no, that's, okay. that is that is just... Uh, it's just like a basic, like, it's like allowance. But for yeah, everybody. exactly. Okay. So, like, uh, say you wanted to start your own business, but that's not easy in today's economy. Like yeah. You can't work two jobs just to afford to start your own business. So businesses aren't starting, so his whole point is that like you know you're giving people a chance to you know live a better life uh, and the government has the money to do that if we just tax people properly uh looking at you amazon but that's yeah, right jeff bezos what come at me jeff bezos is a vi- he's a villain right yeah i mean yeah is he all musk a villain i go back and forth i can't really say he's a great guy or anything i don't know he's... i don't know i saw somebody park their tesla with their phone the other night and uh, it kind of just really messed God. me up I don't know left they, from right now. That that's well, it's pretty that, damn cool. That's, that, pretty that, damn that's cool. really awesome, but also like, oh man, like that's gonna take a lot of jobs. That's the whole thing. There, automation is gonna take a lot of jobs, and that's what Andrew Yang is all about. That's why it's humanity first, because like computers are taking over, and uh, we're trying to stop uh, Terminator thing from happening. All right. Yeah, uh, that's the Andrew Yang. <laughs> Andrew <plug>. Yang. <laughs> uh, and that's our show, guys. Uh, yeah. We made it through. Tony, thanks so much for Thank coming you. on. Thank you. I had a lot of fun. This Anytime, my guy. Uh, but yeah, so Pit Stop, May 21st. Hell yeah. Yours, mine, and ours, May 16th. Go to that. Humor versus Tumor in uh, July, TBD. Mm-hmm. Oh, July 12th. Is July the date. 12th. They got the date. Uh, the rest of the information will be coming later on in a couple weeks. Yuck, yuck. So, yeah. Uh, Blues are playing right now. Right now, they're about to go start, and I got to go watch the game uh, with my dad and my nephews, and we're all going to be shouting uh, because it's just what you do. You, know, you got to be in the game even if you're not there. All right. Uh, that'll do it. Keep yeah. tuning in to Imply Thank Company. You. Uh, my episodes are every Monday. Yeah, Hollander with the Imply Coffee Break on Fridays, and then Chris Sear with Imply Classic throughout the week. 
Uh, go see Coffee Break monthly show by Yale at the Monocle. Go see Implied Company uh, monthly show by Chris Sear at the Crack Fox. And come back next week for Lions Den. All right. Love you guys. LGB. I love you. That's the LGB. Yeah, LGB. Let's go Blues. Okay. Yeah. Nailed it. Leave the T off. Yeah. Let's go Blues team. Yeah, that that works too. Let's is, go Blues team. Is that like co? I, don't, I, don't, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't. Yeah, it might be appropriation. I don't want to. Oh, definitely. white man coming in here and telling me what appropriation. vivid as a motion picture, a gem for the people. If you can find it, press play to the end and then rewind it. A gem for the people. If you can find it, press play to the end and then rewind it. The VHS is the VHS. Lifestyle and Canadis.